And this, I don't think this is shocking. Some elements of it are pretty interesting, but I think we know this. Hey, Sarah, you're, you're 24, 23, 23, 24. 24. Do you know Snap, Crackle, and Pop? Yeah. Rice Krispies. Yeah, you could identify the characters, though? Yep. What about Tony the Tiger? Yeah, Frosted Flakes. Toucan Sam? Fruit Loops. Very right? good. Very good. Um, what's the name of the little leprechaun from Lucky Charms? Isn't his name Lucky? I don't know. I, I think don't. it's Lucky. It was a trick question. Because oh. I thought maybe if you knew, I'd say, right, good for you. And then we both look smart. <laughs> I think but it's Lucky. Is you think it's Lucky? I think so. Lucky Charms Leprechaun is named Lucky. You could be right. Yeah, I, I, don't, I know. don't know. How do you like? You never watch TV, right? Like, not really. No, you're 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 too old for TV. So, how did you come to know who they were? Because when I was a kid, Saturday mornings they were part of my life. Well, I mean, like I watched cartoons as a kid on TV. Yeah. Okay, so you've seen the commercials. Oh yeah. Did they convince you? Did they tr- get you? Oh, oh they Dad, always convinced me, me to buy it. Charms? Yeah. 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 It still works. It still works. There's a survey done this week, uh, just released this week, a study. Uh, it was funded by the Heart and Stroke Foundation and published on Tuesday uh, by the researchers who did the work there at the University of Ottawa. And they found a link between not only the characters we were just talking about, but licensed cartoon characters, people like Spider-Man, SpongeBob, Dora the Explorer, other characters that are then used to market junk food to kids and the legitimate spokes characters they're calling them and sarah you're right it is lucky the leprechaun uh from lucky charms and snap crackle pop and tony the tiger and toucan sam and all the rest you know what it works it still works we're going to chat with heidi bates now director at the university of alberta's integrated dietetic internship um heidi thank you so much for joining us it's been a long time how are you doing i'm good how are you yeah long time no uh talk to you from back in our global television days it was once a week for years Heidi I know we were babies but you know (laughs) now but this is such a great topic because you know what's interesting is most Canadians can answer the questions that you guys just went through about character names we we don't even know all the words to O Canada sometimes you're, you're, you're so right. Like, and, and it's crazy because Sarah's 23, I'm 52, and I'm 51. And I, like, that, that generational gap, we all still know Tony the Tiger. We all know Snap. Oh, I yeah. mean, in terms of marketing, whoever came up with kids' cereals, they hit a home run. I mean, we all know them. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, it's, it's almost, it's a, you know, sort of in nutrition, it's, it's, you kind of think about it like it's, marketing entertainment and food kind of in this really provocative melange that just grabs kids right like the colors oh. the the prizes the the all of it is really captivating to children and it builds in kids this other phenomenon known as pester power yes. where kids then pester their parents uh, sometimes to the point of like, you know, you're, you're worn down by it to purchase these foods, most of which, you know, we don't see a lot of this type of marketing related to apples, carrots, um, you know, cottage cheese and yogurt. It's predominantly these high sugar, high fat, um, snack and fast food type items. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Like, why not? I mean, I guess because pr- there's probably no one central apple retailer right? i mean like how, why don't we see a, a better effort because you're right this is all primarily quote-unquote junk food that has this great marketing around it yeah i think there's some practical challenges there i mean I, it's not like the other food commodities haven't you know looked at ways to leverage 
some of the same strategies. But a lot of the foods that are really rich in nutrients are, you know, just packaged in ways where they have to be refrigerated or they're perishable and sold in bulk amounts. And so they don't lend themselves quite as readily to the same type of marketing strategies that we see for these prepackaged um, types of foods. And, and also a- the budgets. I mean, the carrot people's budget, I don't think, <laughs> is as big as the cereal people. Fair point. You're absolutely right. But, but I mean, we, we're joking about it because it is kind of funny in some ways, but there's a really serious side of this. I mean, a study found in 2017 by the Heart and Stroke found that more than 90% of food and beverage ads viewed by kids and teens online were for unhealthy products. And we know that we have a major obesity epidemic. It's higher than it has. It's tripled in the last 30 years and primarily because of this kind of processed food and all the rest of this stuff. So, I mean, it's having a direct impact on society, generally speaking, Heidi. Oh, and and so true. I mean, the prevalence of overweight and obesity in kids is shocking. Um, The ever-lowering age for the development of what used to be called adult-onset diabetes is worrisome. And whether you have kids or not, um, you need to be concerned because, of course, these health issues um, are very, very costly to address, and we have a publicly funded healthcare system. So this is everybody's business. And, um, you know, we do really need to, to kind of take a look at the things that could be done both, both legislatively, but also, you know, on the parts of parents and families. And you've spent your life educating and, and working on this. And like I say, you and I would talk about this on TV going back more years than either one of us would like to remember. Um, what what's been happening i mean are we losing the battle heidi or i mean why are we sort of in this situation now where we're talking about it and it's worse than it ever has been given the fact that we know so much more now yeah i think it's really difficult i mean government uh, the government of canada has a bill that's in third reading right now to look at limiting or restricting marketing to kids yeah. and quebec has had that type of provincial legislation for quite some time um and so you know if passed, it will make inroads, and it's certainly a, a good start. Um, but we also live in a world where, you know, people are, can, you know, looking for convenience foods. People lack cooking skills. Mm-hmm. And so, so then resorting to quick pick things or, um, you know, things that are, are provocatively marked and catch your eye become a lot easier. So it's a very difficult challenge that, you know, has lots of tentacles to it that we probably need to address. I think the government action is probably a really good start. But I mean, as parents, um, you know, I had my my two research subjects at my house have grown up now. But (laughs) I mean, we certainly have I mean, this is not something that our family even didn't deal with. Because when you go into stores with kids or see things, I mean, we have little kids that know the Starbucks logo you know, I have a friend, her child at two was kept asking to go see the green lady. Really? Um, because they just get the brand familiarity and they start to associate the image with something fun or neat or cool, right? Yeah. So as parents, we have a role to play too, right? Parents, caregivers, whether that's grandma, grandpa, whoever. And just realize that, you know, parents are in a unique position to really make the food decisions in the house. Um, You wouldn't let your kids make a decision about a mortgage. Um, So parents decide what comes into the house, and sometimes that's hard. I I definitely know this. 
but it is our job as parents to do that. And then kids are going to decide in, if they eat. And, and we won't necessarily cure everything, but we can, you know, as parents, we need to take action and talk to kids about these things. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask, because you talked about that pester factor. And they, they, that's part of the survey showing that, you know what, you're right, they're marketing to the kids and the kids aren't the ones out buying this sugar cereal. It's it's the parents that do because they get hounded into doing it by the kids who've been influenced by the marketing. So the antidote is to sit down and talk to the kids or sometimes you just say no. I mean, what's the best course of action there? Well, I think it's a few things. I think, um, first of all, if, unless you have to, I mean, taking kids to a grocery store with you is is going to make this harder. Um, there are points where kids are getting a bit older, but little kids, um, you know, you have a lot more control when kids are preschool, you know, early school age. So parents making those decisions about what's coming into the house, um, you, you know, there doesn't need to be at that point a lot of consultation or choice offered to children. Um, as kids get older and more able to understand, really having conversations with kids about why we are not buying that product mm-hmm. um, will be important as well. But, you know, taking kids, pester power is, is provocative in a public space because kids... Oh, yeah, because you want it to stop. ...the world is watching yeah. and you want it to stop. Yeah. So you can do yourself a big favor by not taking them, especially if they're little, because it's it's going to be hard anyways, right? Oh. Treat it as your day out at Safeway by yourself, you know? <laughs> exactly. And, Anytime you can leave the kids somewhere else, it's a good choice. No, it well, doesn't it's hard. I'll just say, taking small children <laughs> grocery shopping, I don't know that there's too many people that think that's fun. So Yeah, no um, kidding. It, and that way, too, you do sort of, you can, you know, mitigate a bit of that pester power experience. But there is a point where we do need to educate kids and talk to them as well, and let them know this is why that picture's on the box. Exactly. Right? It's not there by accident. It's there because it oh, works. No, no, it's not. Yeah. It's not. And where things are placed on the shelves, too, I mean, it's, it's, it's you know, the, the real estate in the grocery stores being, you know, procured as you drive by, by companies. Yeah. yeah, so the kids, it's at a kid's <laughs> eye level. So if we, you know, if we start to talk to kids and say, hey, do you know why this is exactly in this spot? Like older kids, you know, yeah. uh, if they, if they may, they'll start to key in. But, you know, as parents, we like, again, I'm a believer that we need personal accountability. Government regulation will be really, really important. But that doesn't mean as parents that we don't have an important role yeah. to play because parents are big influencers on behaviors of kids in all areas and like you say absolutely at the end of the day they're the ones that are buying it or not so heidi thank you so much always great nice chatting to you again yeah nice to chat with you guys thanks so much for your time today shay it was great to be part of the show 911 on a new night Thursday March 14th on Global stream on Stack TV